In December 2010, 76-year-old Michael Faherty died in his living room in Galway, Ireland. His death was very unusual. His corpse was totally burned, but the fire damage was limited only to his body and the floor and ceiling above it. There was no clear cause of the fire. After a forensic investigation, the coroner recorded Faherty's death as a case of spontaneous human combustion. Yet no one knows what causes spontaneous human combustion. For every person who dismisses it as unreal, someone else believes it as a supernatural phenomenon. Could spontaneous human combustion be real? Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Joshua, and the Illuminami herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're, we're experimenting with gummy worms and pop, and Josh just got the Darwin Award for mixing a cocktail. Anyways, on today's episode, we are talking human combustion. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's another week, another day. How y'all feeling out there? I'm a little nervous right now. I know, Josh, is this turning into a science podcast? We don't have a visual equivalent to... Okay. So, according to uh, Wikipedia, the, the definition of combustion is the process of burning something, the combustion of fossil fuels... A rapid chemical combination of a substance with oxygen involving the production of heat and light. So I want us to step into the truth corner for a minute. Has there ever been a time that you've combusted? Let's say sharded. Let's say had an accident. Because let's be honest with ourselves. Shart stories are the funniest. (laughs) We all have them. So I guess I'll start. Yes, I have sharded. Who has? I haven't pooped myself since I was probably seven. Oh, look at Mr. Fancy Pants over there. But I've definitely had a hangover day where I've come to work and been like, uh, goodness gracious, great balls of my pants on fire. Um, Yeah, I I, I think usually it's those farts where you're like, ah, man, my tummy. And then you let it go and you're like, oh. Try to suck it back up, and then it's mm. like, oh, something came out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something was ready to come out. Time to go to the bathroom, do a little cleanup. Shart stories. That's what we're doing. That's <laughs> that's human combustion because none of us have actually exploded. Not that I. Think. Well, first and foremost, I want to say Alicia Keys has terrible friends. If she's on fire and no one's putting her out, that ain't cool. True. And yes, yes, I actually. I I recently sharted, actually. Yeah, tell me about it. I do his laundry. Oh, oh well, you no, make no. her do that. Well, no, hold on, hold on. 
At least rinse it out in the sink and get the grit out. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. April didn't realize this. Oh, dude. This is this is a coming a story coming out fresh here. Oh boy. <sighs> Till death do you part. This uh Till death do you <laughs> fart. Hey! <laughs> uh actually, it was a few days ago. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, uh, this story is fresh. You're in your thirties. Come on, man. Uh I didn't. Um, to be fair to Josh, I my shirt was in my thirties too. <laughs> uh, it was actually the uh, about three days ago. Ryan was coming <laughs> over to uh, to watch Halloween uh, with us, and we, it was probably about twenty minutes before. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that just. Kind of fell right out. Kind of like my shit. Oh, dude. Uh, there is so much combustion happening. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, Ryan was going to be over. He actually was here about 20 minutes later. I don't think you realized because I was sitting down here in our living room and I had these coincidentally white shorts on and I thought it was a fart and I, it, it came with a friend. <laughs> And so I promptly ran to the bathroom. I was like, oh, God. Oh, damn it. I shit my pants. <laughs> and I, I did take the boxers and I got all of it out. And I promptly threw it in the washing machine. Oh! oh, oh. <laughs> I did that laundry today. I touched it with my bare hands, you asshole. And then I went up. St- well, I realized at this point, oh. too, because I looked at my shorts and I was like, oh, God, it came through. <laughs> You're telling me you sharded. She washed it. And there's still a guy that's hanging on for dear life in there? Oh, no, not on the boxers. And I, I washed on. <laughs> uh no, I rinsed it out. There was no hanger ons anymore. Uh but I went upstairs and I changed. I don't I'm surprised you didn't say anything about wait, why did you put those other shorts on? And because there was a little bit a little bit of a brown oh, on them. There's a remnant. Some coagulants there in his shorts. Let me just say, there's a reason that I make Josh sleep in at least boxers because we have white sheets, and the number of times I've had to change them because they had skid marks <laughs> is unreal. Oh. I was not prepared for that in my married life. Oh, bare, you, bare bottoms are real. But you, you guys want to know about some serious combustion? Uh-oh. Oh, oh boy! Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, April's already knows what I'm uh. saying. So, dude. Two nights ago, oh, April and I are Jesus. <laughs> That's Mary a day Joseph. after. <laughs> <laughs> April and I are laying in bed, and I don't know how it started, but I think it was April farted, and I proceeded immediately with the same viscosity fart back. Then she farted again, and then I farted again. Jeez! And then she turned around and farted another time. This went back and forth like four or five times. Where it was these it was beautiful. It was like a mating call. Like a f- <laughs> we were both snort laughing so hard that I'm surprised so the baby didn't wake up. <laughs> but you didn't have any like there was uh, there were no poops. No, f- okay. It was the fill fart? Not what's the <laughs> fart? 
Philharmonic. Philharmonic fart orchestra. It was a farkestra. Yeah. I was kind of surprised our blanket, our comforter didn't rise to the ceiling like a hot air balloon. Yeah. You guys are just going to have to burn this whole place down. I feel gross. Pretty much. Yeah. We've all got pink eyes. Okay. This is why we say we can never get divorced because no one will ever marry us. No. We're stuck together. Stuck together with shit. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm bringing this to air. (laughs) This is like, has to be one of my most, like, high level embarrassing stories. I was in high school, <laughs> and we were. This is even makes it even more embarrassing. We went with the, our marching band. <laughs> took uh, marching band, yeah, exactly. <laughs> took buses, those big like cardinal mm-hmm. buses. Took them down to Florida, and we marched at um, Disney World. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was fine. We had a great time on our oh, way back boy. up. We went. Okay, we stopped for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> We stopped for breakfast. We stopped for breakfast in a McDonald's. Ooh, there's your first on our way up, yeah. and I got the uh, the breakfast burritos, which was <laughs> that's, that's that was my first mistake. Like gunpowder for right. your can I bowels. Get extra so hash we're we're sitting there on the bus, and it was a full cardinal bus. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling like the rumblies in mm-hmm. my tumblies, and I'm thinking, okay, I can't. I was weird. I can't do bus bathrooms. Like, I can't get up, mm. go to the bathroom. Hey, I can and- get up. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, well, maybe if I can just, like, and, like, let a little squeaker out. Yeah, because everybody's on. feel fine. Because it's a bus full of people. No one's going to blame with, it on right. someone With specific. instruments. Somebody could just be like, I'm tuning my trumpet. Hey, who's playing the oboe in here? Right. <laughs> Dude, so, you, you got to get your read fixed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole time I'm sitting there, and this is over the course of maybe 30 to 45 minutes that I'm like, I'd like lift, like casually lift the cheek. Got to let the burritos out. And I'm like, mm. oh, I finally, I feel better. So we get to a, an old country buffet, oh. and I'm sitting in my seat, and I'm going. Was this like the diarrhea tour? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Grease like, the runway. Something feels not right. Get and it. I realized you had to ride along every single one of those tiny Uh-oh, little farts, sausage gravy. I had liquid, <laughs> liquid, liquid diarrhea, like like water diarrhea. Oh. Hey, don't judge out there. You've all done it. <laughs> so I had to stand up, oh. put my sweatshirt around my waist and hightail it. Apparently, we're listening to Potty Slam. <laughs> Josh, we're doing a show. You can join us if you <laughs> yeah. want. Feel free to tune in whenever you want here. So yeah, I had to hightail it to the old country buffet bathroom. Which can only be described as a war zone. Right. Uh, All five handicap stalls are full. Looks like they dumped the the chocolate fondue out in here. (laughs) And that was the worst part. Is we had been on the bus for like five hours. Oh, that's in the seats. So all, all of the kids, all like 90 of us came off the bus the big crowd of us all at the same time and they all rushed to the old country buffet bathrooms so i had to stand in line in your own and wait in my shit pants (laughs) until i could finally get into a bathroom stall strip myself of my poop pants take a french throw them in the little container that the tampons go Uh, oh I bet Mabel, and the I just, janitor there, was real happy that she quit. It's an old country buffet. She's seen it before. She's seen I'm worse. Sure. 
She's seen worse. So I went commando the entire ride back up to Michigan. And this was in like uh, Georgia. Wow. Yeah. That it is was, a hell of a story. Yeah, it was. That was. That's. Yeah. So, did you have any? Well, I'm assuming what you want. You, I had no you? friends after that. <laughs> How have things changed? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so did, that was my. Did you ever tell anybody that story? Like, no, later? I think I've told Josh, but I don't think I've ever. You told it on the potty slam. Did I? Okay, yeah, I did. Okay, oh, so. Oh man, I love that. That's insane. Which yeah. episode was that, Josh? Uh, you, that was, oh, I thought you had it pulled up. That's why. No, no, no. That was because you're you're sitting there on your phone <laughs> instead of. That was know. the episode where I talked about uh, who was it that took a shit in the shower. Oh, Brian Pillman. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Man, Larry, you got a good one? Yeah, I'm good luck tell- following that up. I know. Ooh, I don't want to follow that up. Um, <laughs> this is not too long ago. <laughs> See, hey, at least Two mine was over ago. 10 years ago. Says I've the, learned to control my bowels since Says then. the man in his 40s. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? You lie. No. You have shit your pants more recently, when? while you were pregnant. No, I peed my pants when I was pregnant. I was in the bathroom throwing up so hard that I peed my... I lost control of my bladder, peed my pants. So I'm standing there covered in piss and vomit. And I said, honey, I need you to bring me some new underwear. And he ran up the stairs, rifled through my drawer, couldn't find a clean pair of underwear. So he brought me down a pair of boxers. That probably had his shit in it. Probably. <laughs> and he's gingerly stuck Tried his to- hand through the door because he hates puke. Uh, this yeah look every, and then blamed you for what was in the boxers yep everybody knows that peeing <laughs> your pants is cool yeah adam sandler adam Sandler's 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 yep. yep anyway larry continue Ubly. um i'm sitting there on the couch with my wife we're watching tv <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i already like the scene setting yep what was chewy doing off in the corner writing his novel yep <laughs> yeah he has bad palm and chip. Oh! Uh, sitting there on the couch, and I've, I'm like, ooh, I gotta... I'm gonna be funny here. Oh, no. I'm gonna just go for maximum... Kind of spread the cheeks a little bit. Ooh, maximum Lord. blast. <sighs> and I sit there, and I know what happened. And she goes, oh, my God, it smells like sour milk. Oh, Lord. Oh, what no. did you eat that day, my friend? Sour milk. <laughs> I don't remember, but I knew. It just felt like the humidity of a rainforest. <laughs> oh, man, that's, sure that's sh- tough smells. It, it looked like I threw a pudding cup into my... Oh! <laughs> I do have... I actually just thought of one more quick shit story. Since you guys were so... Honest, I will tell um, even re- recent, more recent one. I was at work <laughs> and I was sitting in my vehicle getting ready for my next prostitution loop. And uh, I had went to one of the mini marts to grab a Gatorade and um, like some almonds or something. I'm sitting there munching on my almonds and sipping on my Gatorade, letting the electrolytes fill me up again because I think I was a little bit under the weather not necessarily hungover but just like oh. <laughs> kind of sick uh-huh. and um i noticed all of a sudden like my butt was itchy no. and it wasn't because i farted it was just itchy so i kind of went and shuffled it around oh, and then it feels... felt even worse ah! and then i tooted i tooted i sound like <laughs> kids i tooted it and it was just like 
oh, that reeks. <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing worse than being in your prostitution vehicle and then you fart and then it just lingers. <sighs> so I roll the windows down, blast the AC. I'm like, get out of here. And then I'm like, my Evil butt, be gone. I'm still rolling it around and it's still oh, like, I got, itchy, no. I got itchy asshole syndrome. So I pulled into a, like a local... Do you suffer from itchy asshole syndrome? I pulled into the local... Uh, bathroom bakery area to just quick in that order do a site do a site check (laughs) making bread so i went in there i look (laughs) so i pinched off a loaf in here i i and i did a quick swab of the area (laughs) and i pulled up my hand and i looked at it oh you used your bare hand no 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 i used toilet (laughs) i'm not i'm not a caveman larry (laughs) i I could be dutch and like this is save money on toilet paper i I looked at i looked at the toilet paper and it was Covered, <laughs> covered in blood. What? Yes, that's so, not good. Yeah. So lo and behold, I had a hemorrhoid, <laughs> and good I went. Timing. I went right to went right to the the leader of the prostitutes and said, "I need to go to a doctor because I'm either pooping blood or something's really wrong." And <clears throat> uh, anyway, long story short, it was a hemorrhoid. It was itchy, and the farts were obviously agitating it. Not necessarily human combustion, but you get what I mean. Right. What's uh, this episode about? Yeah. Bloody oh. stool. Bloody stool. Anyway, I figured that would lead us into the deaths of some people who unfortunately met with uh, no fun. So do you guys know anything? Had, had you guys ever heard any stories about human combustion before? Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd seen it in cartoons every single time, like in any... any Cartoon character got destroyed by a bomb. Mm-hmm. Wiley e. Coyote, basically. Yeah. Well, in December of 1966, the body of 92-year-old Doctor J. Irving Bentley was discovered in his Pennsylvania mm, Dr. home. Doctor J. <laughs> Larry, this isn't a basketball sports podcast. Oh, oh Doctor J. Oh. So anyway, he's found by a meter reader. <laughs> Actually, only part. Of, actually, only part of Doctor Bentley's leg and slippered foot were found. Oh, I want to mention real quick. This is from the HowStuffWorksScience.com uh, website. Check it out. Um, they have a lot of great articles we've I've used in the past. Um, so the rest of his body was burned to ashes. A hole in the bathroom floor was the only evidence of the fire that had killed him. The rest of the house remained perfectly intact. How could a man catch fire with no apparent source of a spark or flame and then burn so completely without igniting anything around him? Dr. Bentley's case and several hundred others like it have been labeled spontaneous human combustion. Although he and other victims of the phenomenon burned almost completely, their surroundings and even sometimes their clothes remained virtually untouched. Can humans spontaneously burst into flames? Now, do you guys think that that's a, like, well, that's a verdict thing, Mm -hmm. but, um, a lot of people, other than ourselves, the great researchers, podcasters you've come to know and love and trust, yes. think that spontaneous human combustion is a real occurrence, but most scientists scientists aren't convinced. In this article, we will look at the strange phenomena of this weird, crazy... I, get, well, I don't even know what you'd call it. In disease? Phenomenon? I guess. Phenomenon. There you go. <laughs> Big word. Choice. So... We'll we'll dive into a little bit of the science, a little bit of the truth. So, spontaneous combustion occurs when an object, in the case of a spontaneous human combustion, a person bursts into flame, (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> Peanut gallery. Josh has no interest in doing this podcast. I know. As soon as we started, he's like, he's like on his phone, he's throwing like, candy he's around. He's doing science experiments over there. Terrible. Like, I'm trying to land one in my wife's mouth. He's just... Oh, good. Gummy worm. Save that for later. <laughs> I bought a dildo. <laughs> good for you, Josh. Love you anyways. All right, so... When this person bursts into flame from a chemical reaction within apparently without being ignited by an external heat source. The first known account of spontaneous human combustion came from the Danish anatomist anatomist Thomas Bartholin in psychological in 1663 who described how a woman in Paris went up in ashes and smoke while she was sleeping. The straw mattress on which she slept was unmarred by the fire. Really? Yes. In 1673, a Frenchman named Jonas Dupont published a collection of spontaneous combustion cases in a work called De Insidious Corporis Humani Spontaneous. Physicians. The hundreds of spontaneous human combustion accounts since that time have followed a similar pattern. The victim is almost completely consumed, usually inside his or her home. Coroners at the scene have sometimes noted a sweet, smoky smell in the room. Mm. Now, I've heard human flesh tastes like pork, so I can imagine if it smells like bacon when it's charred to a crisp. So I wonder if when your body explodes, you shoot bacon everywhere. That'd be awesome. That sounds amazing. Right? What a way to go. But then again, I've also heard that's not necessarily the case when you come upon dead bodies. <laughs> anyway, what makes the charred bodies in the photos of spontaneous human combustion so peculiar is that the extremities often remain intact. Although the torso and head are charred beyond recognition, the hands, feet, and or parts of the legs may be unburned. Mm. Also, the room around the person shows little or no signs of fire, aside from a greasy residue that is sometimes left on furniture and walls. In rare cases, the internal organs of a victim remain untouched while the outside of the body is charred. Mm. You know what I crispy keep, on kept, the outside, chewy on the inside. I kept mm. thinking about like when your phone overheats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and it's like, damn, my phone feels like it's two hundred degrees, and you take it out and turn it off for a little while, and then turn it back on later, and it seems normal. Throw it in the freezer. <laughs> we do not <laughs> recommend you throw your phone in the freezer. Tech support with Larry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and throw it in the freezer, kid. <laughs> Anyway, so not all spontaneous human combustion victims simply burst into flames. Some develop strange burns on their body, which have no obvious source or emanate smoke from their body when Mm. no fire is present. And not every person who has caught fire has died. A small percentage of people have actually survived what has been called spontaneous combustion. Which is kind of crazy to think, you know, like how, how is that? I mean, can you imagine you're just sitting there and you're like... I'm feeling a little hot under the collar, guys. And then you look over and like your your tits are on fire. You're just like hot flashes. Maybe did men get them? I don't know what's going on. Ryan's got to watch out, otherwise the nipples rubbing against his shirt are gonna. <laughs> I've already gotten to the point. That- I've already gotten to the point when I'm running on my treadmill. Here's I just me. take my shirt off because I'm too worried. <laughs> Nanny poops. I'm like these things do not slow down. It's Terrible. Just, yeah. Here's here's Ryan's nipples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When I don't have my uh, when I don't have my lighter, I just use the uh, use a stick in my nipple. <laughs> so there are some theories. So to combust a human body needs two things: intensely high heat and a flammable substance. Under normal circumstances, our bodies contain 
neither, but some scientists over the last several centuries have speculated on a few possible explanations for this occurrence. In the 1800s, Charles Dickens ignited great interest in spontaneous human combustion by using it to kill off characters in his novel Bleak House. The character named Crook was an alcoholic following the belief at the time that spontaneous human combustion was caused by excessive amounts of alcohol. Uh Oh, better slow down, Ryan. Today, there are several theories. One of the most popular proposes that the fire is sparked when methane, a flammable gas produced from your butt or when plants decompose, (laughs) builds up in the intestines and is ignited by enzyme proteins in the body that act as catalysts to induce and speed up chemical reactions. Yep. Most victims of spontaneous human combustion suffer greater damage to the outside of their body than to their internal organs. I think Josh knows what we're talking about at this point. (laughs) I'm listening completely. You're getting spanked today. Larry's going to pull you outside. No treat for you. Crate. Careful when you spank him. Yeah. Wear a glove. (laughs) Right. We learned. Um, Bend over. (laughs) Other theories speculate that the fire begins as a result of a buildup of static electricity inside the body or a form of external geomagnetic force exerted on the body. A self-proclaimed expert on spontaneous human combustion, Larry Arnold, has suggested that the phenomenon... Sounds smart. Yeah. (laughs) The first name says it all. Mm. It's the work of a new substance... I'm sorry, not substance, subatomic particle called a pyroton which he says interacts with cells to create a mini explosion. Now I heard this theory that there's this flammable like layer underneath our skin already hmm. that can be ignited when hot enough. Sounds like a bad design idea. Yeah, <laughs> God must have spilled some chemicals at that time. Anyway, um as of March 2005, no one has offered scientific proof of a theory explaining this human combustion. If humans can't spontaneously combust, then what is the explanation for the stories and pictures of people have seemingly burned from within so here's kind of that was some theories now this is what science is saying about it if spontaneous human combustion isn't real then what really occurred in these people that there's pictures of it by the way which we will post this week the the, the pictures of this some of it you know not safe for work but for the most part it's pretty harmless anything you would have seen on an x-files in the 90s basically Mm. so Nice. (laughs) A possible explanation is the wick effect, which proposes that the body, when lit by a cigarette smolding ember or other heat source, acts much like an inside-out candle. A candle is composed of a wick on the inside, surrounded by wax made of flammable fatty acids. The wax ignites the wick and keeps it burning in the human body. The body fat. No, that's what I meant. It's the body fat, not just some weird chemical. Your your fat can burn, though. I'm fucked. (laughs) I could light a whole village. You I could guys. take down a tower or two. Yourself. All right, so the body fact acts as the flammable substance, and the victim's clothing or hair acts as the wick. As the fat melts from the heat, it soaks into the clothing and acts as a wax-like substance to keep the wick burning slowly. Scientists say this is why victims' body are destroyed, yet their surroundings are barely burned. What were his last words? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling hot, hot, hot. Sorry. Um... So what about the images, again, with the feet and the hands attacked? The answer to that question may have something to do with the temperature gradient. The idea that the top of a seated person is hotter than the bottom. It's kind of like when you're, you get a fever and like it kind of like certain parts of your body are like freezing and you're just chilling, but like your head and your chest are just like melting the, the bed that you're laying in. 
The idea that the top of a seated person is hotter, this is basically the same phenomenon that occurs when you hold a match with the flame at the bottom. The flame will often go out without pro- provocation because the bottom of the match is cooler than the top. <laughs> Finally, how does science account for the greasy stains left on the walls and ceilings after spontaneous combustion? It's a Josh fart. <laughs> That's a burrito <laughs> fart. Yep. They could simply be the residue that was produced when the victim's fatty tissue burned. No one has ever conclusively proven or disproven the truth of spontaneous human combustion, but most scientists say that there are more likely explanations for the charred remains. Well, we all worked at McDonald's. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Now, See, think about when we when you would use a fryer and like grease stains, like you, once you get it on something, like my uniform, and by the time I left, like there was no getting that greased out. Yeah, all that smell too. <laughs> so yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Is like it's like that greasy. Well, I mean, obviously it's it's oil, but <laughs> right. Um, many of the so-called victims of this disease were smokers who were later discovered to have died by falling asleep with a lit cigarette, cigar, or pipe. A number of them were believed to have been under the influence of alcohol or to have suffered from a movement-restricting disease that prevented them from moving quickly enough to escape fire. Another possibility is that some of the fires in strange states of the victims' bodies were the result of a criminal act and subsequent cover-up. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, that sucks. Um, what would you guys prefer? What's burning that? to death or freezing to death? <clears throat> freezing to death. I would say burning is not going to be freezing is actually I think in the cold your body's going to put out a lot of heat even like because I've been I I lived in Iceland for a while I, and I've lived in this this is just about as bad especially when it's super like negative which mm-hmm. we had a couple of years ago in the winter it was terrible out there hooking it so um yeah yeah frostbite on the wiener yeah oh yeah Eesh. took a lot of blowing to get that thing to mm. <laughs> is it, warm up is it, so, so, so sticking your tongue on a frozen flagpole yeah I had, I wanted, <laughs> yeah it was kind of an issue for me so <laughs> i like to test things warmness by sticking <laughs> my dick on it duh. Ah. <laughs> is this is this coffee too hot Cause oh. I, <laughs> see that's how i like to measure snow Oh, with your dick? Yeah, yeah. Inch at a time, right? It's, uh, we had with four inches of snow last night. That's three and a half cocks lengths. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> Shrinkage, baby. Understood. So, so you pick freezing? I would say freezing, yeah. Because I think you're, yeah. I think you're uh, you go through hypothermia and like your brain doesn't work and then... Burning is just horrific for yeah. any, anybody who survives. Have you ever touched like the stove for a split second? Now imagine that for like three minutes. Right. All over. Ugh. And you have nerves everywhere. Ugh. Yeah. I've heard that freezing to death is actually a fairly painless way to go. Yeah. Drowning as well. Yeah. 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 I'd pick freezing too. Yeah. Because yeah, burning like it'll be over quicker. Uh, obviously. No. But, but the last three minutes of your life are going to be just your skin cracking Awful. open and i've got a weird question that just popped in my mind mm-hmm. and i i think i want to ask it what kind of natural disaster if you had to pick would you rather die in Ooh, that's a good one because i was thinking when he said fire i thought of lightning mm-hmm. and then when you said freeze i thought of like a blizzard or something hmm. i'm gonna say i would if i had to pick a disaster Natural disaster. Um, probably a tsunami. 
because then ch your chances are you're gonna just drown. Um, but like a tornado would be scary as fuck. Yeah, like, tornadoes still scare me, and I'm we're in an area where we sometimes get them, and just getting like sucked up into the air and mm -hmm. just getting like shot out like it's a Michigan tornado. It'll knock over some lawn furniture. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we will rebuild. I'm gonna say, and this is oddly specific. Uh. <laughs> The volcano eruption, like in Pompeii, because they did not see it coming. They just suddenly. Oh, that's a good point. There's the one guy who's like, like, there's he's jerking it, and like that's how he died. <laughs> Seriously, well, like his hands I hear a rumble. Better get pulling, and then it's just like, because <laughs> yeah, they, they forever masturbate in Pompeii, boy, man. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, because they just they just died. Like it was yeah. so fast. Right. That's a good one. That is a good one. That's a shrine to masturbation, actually. Mm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean If I could, you know, be rubbing Never. one out to a stone tablet <laughs> as I'm going, that oh, means yeah, like the etching well. on this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet oh. a female once looked at this. Oh, I want to try <laughs> braille porn sometime stone emojis <laughs> that one right there I think, I think, got a I think nice the word was hieroglyphics stone emojis <laughs> oh lord right. april oh boy um god i would have to say drowning in a bukkake Yes, drowning in a bukkake because that's an I astral think disaster. That's a natural, yeah, yeah. Um, that's man-made. It's only natural. <laughs> it's, it's, it's only natural, baby. Bye. Um, oh, your last few seconds are just pixelated. <laughs> okay. People want to know. Um, I would have to say. Boy, that's a really Sharknado. tough one. I, that's originally what I was going to say. It's a Sharknado. Um, I would probably have to go with Tsunami, too, because hmm. I don't know. Like, if you're going to drown, you might as well be in a... You know what? No, I would want to get struck by lightning. Really? Because I feel like I would probably make it to the news. You would. That's for sure. Michigan woman struck by lightning. Dead. Becomes Storm. <laughs> Joins X-Men. Yep. <laughs> Larry? I'm going to... Uh, tornado. Oh. That's the way to go out. Right on. You think it would be quick? It'd be fun. You'd probably get hit by a door. And Something like, burp. <laughs> go out with a surfboard and... I, yeah. You don't want to... be doing this with his arms out, flying through the tornado. I'd just be worried you get stuck in like an animal's rear or something think, like weird. <laughs> <laughs> we finally found Larry's body. He's up to his shoulders in it. What? <laughs> Get me out of here. I'm just going to eat my way out. I'm going to... Oh, give me a... I'd be eating horse ass. <laughs> Perfect segue. Right? All right, so we have a few... Segue um, to what? I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, eating ass is a good segue you know, I got a platinum and pulling a Thunderbird over. I do. <laughs> so there are a few... These are here's just a few more kind of tales of people that went through this horrible thing. Um, in 1938, there was a 22 year old woman named Phyllis Newcomb who was leaving a dance at the Shire Hall. Well, this sounds very 
I like this. She was leaving a dance at the Shire Hall in Clemsford, England. Clemsford. You know, it's the most proper thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it really is. And her name and like the name of the name of English towns always sound really gross we to me. Shire. Mm-hmm. Pants McVille. It's like Pants McVille. <laughs> Hey, I'm not an improvist. I just clearly <laughs> pants. It's just Clemsford. It sounds like a STD. Wait, is it C H E L C H E L M C H E L M S F O R D Kelmsford. Kelmsford. Sorry, it sounds I just, like a, I've just been there. Sounds so. like sounds, oh, oh. I didn't plan to be going on long trips in there. Okay, it that sounds like, like the, a proper that STD. Was like, that's that was like the southern version of right. the platinum. <laughs> Like a chaw in your mouth. So as she descended a staircase in the hall, her dress suddenly caught fire with Woo-hoo! no apparent cause. She ran back into the ballroom where she collapsed. Beaver. Several people. How a woman is on fire, and you have to think about her her bits. I'm sure there was one improper Englishman who thought about it. Beaver. Good lord. Sorry, lady. Um. So she rushed in, and sure people came listening. to her aid. But she died in the hospital, although the theory was that Newcomb's dress had been ignited by a cigarette, and that kind of makes sense, or lit match thrown from the stairwell. No evidence of either was ever found. Co- the coroner, L.F. Beckles, Beckles, commented on the incident. <laughs> from all my experience, I've never come across a case so very mysterious as this. All right. <laughs> In 1951, a 67-year-old widow named Mary Reeser was at home in St. Petersburg, Florida. On the morning of July 2nd, a neighbor discovered that Mary's front door was hot. When she broke into the apartment... <laughs> what did he do? Go up and like, put his hand on the door? <laughs> He's like, ow, 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 ow. Hey, neighbor, I was going to see if you have any shikos. I hear your uh, front door is a little hot. <laughs> Some people do actually marry inanimate objects. Maybe, maybe he meant hot like good-looking. You never know. Maybe. You have a hot door. What is that, cedar? <laughs> mm, I love the color. Uh, it's I, lo- gonna be I like so, a lady in red. It's going to be so hot, I'm going to turn that door into ash. Oh, my <laughs> God. Pull the Thunderbird over, Josh. All right. So, when she broke into the apartment with the help of two workmen, they found Mary in an easy chair with a black circle around her. Her head had been burned down to the size Ooh. of a teacup. Ooh, that's <laughs> creepy. That's like Beetlejuice. That's right. Like a little Help tiny bird. <laughs> she had like one of those Alice in Wonderland cakes, but only her head got small. <laughs> um, poor girl. Anyway, um, the only other parts of her that remained were part of her backbone and part of her left foot. Other than Mary's charred remains, there was very little evidence of fire in her apartment. A forensic pathologist, Dr. Wilton Krogman, said of the incident... Oh, that's a name. It's the most amazing thing I have ever seen. As I review it, the short hairs on my neck bristle with vague fear. Where I live in... Goosebumps. Where I live in the Middle Ages, I'd mutter something about black magic. But the police report cited as far less supernatural explanation for the cause of death. A dropped cigarette which ignited Miss Reeser's highly flammable rayon acetate nightgown. Now, in 1982, the year I was born, a mentally handicapped woman named Jean-Lucille Jenny Seffin was sitting with her 82-year-old father at their home in Edmonton in northern London. According to her father, a flash of light caught his eye. When he turned to his daughter, he saw that her upper body was enveloped in flames. Mr. Safin and his son-in-law, Donald Carroll, managed to put out the blaze, but Jenny died of her third-degree mm. burns. Terrible. She didn't have a fire retardant. 
According to Carol, the flames were coming from her mouth like a dragon. Whoa! That's kick-ass right there. And they were making a roaring noise. There was no smoke or fire damage in the room. Some have wondered if an ember from her father's pipe ignited her clothing. That is fucking terrifying. No shit. That Jeez. reminds me of some Game of Thrones shit, which by Game of Thrones shit, which by the way, that fucking show's done. I know. We got a year and a half oh, to wait. God, I don't have to hear about it anymore. <laughs> Lawrence? Dragons. Man, dragons and penisless men. Lawrence. Hi. <laughs> Pull the Thunderbird over. It's time for a break. When we come back, we're going to ask some hard questions from those people online. We're going to have a quiz, a little pop culture, and a verdict. Spontaneous human combustion leaves the body burnt in the center, but the hands, feet, and surrounding area are untouched. How? First, combustion is a chemical process where any fuel and oxygen come together to produce heat and light. So spontaneous combustion can happen in lots of ways. Coal can spontaneously combust from heat buildup, and hay can spontaneously combust from being too wet. Microgrowth increases as they absorb water, which produces heat. That heat causes bacteria to chemically change, which produces lots of heat, and the hay spontaneously combusts. The proposed but unproven sources of human spontaneous combustion include the fart gas, methane, natural enzymes, and static electricity. A Cambridge scientist has experimented and proved an actual fuel source. It's produced when the body metabolizes ketones, one of the body's two main energy sources, along with glucose. Acetone's a highly flammable byproduct of fermentation or ketosis. In the experiment, pork tissue is marinated in acetone, formed into a human body, clothed, set on fire, and there was a telltale pattern of spontaneous human combustion. Though we may have found the fuel, we still don't know the ignition mechanism of spontaneous human combustion. And that's Science in 60. We're back from our break. Lovely. And we're feeling like it's time to dig into the world of the internet because we've got little facts here and there, but everybody seems kind of on the fence. So, you know, when we like to look into the internet, we like to look up those Yahoo answers to find the truth. Okay, so the first question that I found with some good, solid responses was, is human combustion possible? My dad and brother keep telling me that if you get really angry, your body heats up, and in rare cases, you will instantly catch fire and you will die. Is that even possible? Because I know a human body temp only goes up to 98.6 degrees Celsius at average heat, but a single candle burns at 760 degrees Celsius. So wouldn't it be physically impossible to internally heat up and burst into flames? Our best answer comes from a man named Confused, who says, Oh yeah. This is, in fact, quite plausible. As a matter of fact, this is why it is extremely important to get help if you suffer from anger management. People can bust daily, and it can be a very dangerous situation. That's why they came up with the phrase, take time to cool off. It's implied as though cooling off so you don't combust. You'll be fine, though. It takes extreme anger to cause this to happen. The next one says, hi, Nick. Yes, it's possible. There have been many cases of human combustion recorded over time sometimes by fluke or unexplained reason certain body chemicals mix and the person burns up at a very high temperature there was an instance where it happened to someone and all that was left was a pile of ashes while the bed they were laying in suffered minimal burning google it our next answer comes from a bunch of numbers i suppose that technically it could happen because the body has oxygen and fuel and the temperature can rise high enough but before the body can totally burst into flames it would die cutting supply of oxygen so then the fire would go out before any sort of kaboom because flames feed on oxygen 
Um, this is just my guess, and I think it is pretty reasonable guess. Um, now, I also wanted to know... They asked if it was possible actually twice in different threads. Ooh, twice baked. So... <laughs> oh! One of the responses Ooh. to this was that, from an anonymous source... I've read a lot of this subject, and there's simply not enough flammable material in the human body to combust it completely. Even the worst alcoholic isn't even close. The whole drinking thing came about because more than not, because of abolitionists using... Don't look at me, fellas. (laughs) (laughs) Using it as a tool for their anti-drinking campaign. So they use this as something to get people to wow. quit drinking. They'll do, yeah, they'll do anything. <laughs> Some kind of outside flammable material must be used to do it. The reason most people began to believe it anyway, as opposed to the obvious, was the belief that there was no way a body could be reduced to ashes with a flammable liquid in bed or whatever without igniting everything around it in the room itself. But modern tests have proven it can be done. Thus, the whole theory of spontaneous combustion is pretty much down the tubes. Um... So some experts say yes, according to common sense. Some say no. I guess it depends on who or what you want to believe. The greater percentage say it is not really possible. Serious scientific studies have 99% determined other cases not attributed to the human body. Many factors cause what appears to be a spontaneous human combustion. In my opinion, from a logical point of view, I would say... I would have to say it's not going to happen without an outside source. Um, some people say it's impossible. Some people say if your temperature is high enough, the particles in your body will move apart very quickly and catch fire at the same time because of the heat. Also, there have been reports of people who saw people in the street turn to ashes in the blink of an eye when the U.S. bomb hit Hiroshima. But that has never been confirmed. Um, there's also a man who references Bleak House by Charles Dickens about the fire, um, which we brought up before. And then another guy named Mike N says, I grew up in a bad neighborhood and I've seen dudes get combusted all the time. I think, I think that it's true. Um, someone says, why so serious? If you're a smoker, yes. Somebody else says, if you're covered in an accelerant, i.e. gasoline, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then one person says, great, something else to worry about. Way to be a negative Nancy. And then another person says, don't light your farts Mm. on fire. Mm. That's good advice. Fair enough. And that has been your Yahoo Answers. Thank you, Internet. Favorite over-the-fire cooked food? Mm. (sighs) Switching it up. My, uh... When I was young, we went camping, and I remember there was one time we went, and my dad, uh, for some reason, our, our little gas grill thing wasn't working, our little Coleman, so my dad took it upon himself, because w- the camp said that we got, that we, they only had one spot left, who wasn't too far from the water, and so lots of bugs, Ugh. and middle of summer, so it's hot as hell. Mm-hmm. My dad sat over a fire with a skillet. And made us burgers. And those burgers, to this day, I say, are one of the best things I've ever consumed. That's dedication. Yeah. I gotta say, hands down, s'more. Marshmallows. Marshmallows slash s'mores. You ever done stove s'mores? 
Oh yeah. yeah, I can't on this stupid right, ass stove. Right. But yeah, I oh oh. You like could if you believed. Good toasted marshmallows is just the best thing ever. Mm. Uh, Larry, um, I'm gonna go with a, a steak. Meat's good. Fire, fire kit, like really hot fire. So just crust the outside. Mm-hmm. The inside still. What do you like on your steak? Do you cook with a lot of ingredients or just meat? Just and you know salt? some seasoning. Salt, pepper, little garlic powder. Garlic's the key. Oh, yeah. A little slab yeah. of butter really does the trick on a steak, okay. too. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say I love a good hobo pie. Oh, yeah. Whenever I go uh, camping, I like to, to mix it up. And I mean, it's really her, just kind of. What's like, her name? <laughs> I can't tell, but. Um, no, when you when you make hobo pies, generally it's like a pizza pocket. But mm-hmm. I like to throw some onions, some uh, Michigan, green peppers, some Michigan calzone. Pretty yep. much, yeah. <laughs> Just a straight up heart clogger. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like those those things are so good. Mm. If especially if you take the time and really get a good sear on both sides mm-hmm. of the um, both sides of the bread, uh, yes. the butter in there. Yep, that's the way to go. Really good with pie filling too. Oh, yes, Ooh, delicious treat with pie filling, yeah. zucchini and squash too over the fire. Oh yeah, yeah. you know me, nummy. The thing is, when you eat all that, usually I have to have something to drink to go with it, like pop. Yes. Ooh. It's time for the pop culture minute with Josh. Sonic, Sonic boom. boom. Sometimes I can segue. Sometimes I don't have the money to buy one, though. (laughs) So, spontaneous combustion is a pretty cool thing that shows up in many places. Uh, The first uh, thing that I can think of that I ever, or the first time that I vividly remember is, of course, in the Marvel Universe, the Human Torch. Mm. Oh, nice. Fantastic Four. He has the ability to go from being a normal looking dude to suddenly being covered in flame flame on quick question if you could be any comic book superhero who would it be Ooh, that's a good one my i always said that my well my favorite x-men that if i could be anyone would be morph because he can turn into anybody or anything <laughs> i could just see you your wife comes home she's like Oh my fucking god! Josh got another guitar. There's just this guitar laying on the ground, <laughs> and then she also notices it's got it a farts. tiny. It's got a tiny. It farts and it's got a tiny beard. <laughs> it's got a dick hanging out. Of it. That's the whammy bar. <laughs> but I Why mean, is it getting bigger? That's weird. <laughs> That's because odd. here's the thing: if you are, if you can turn into anybody, you would never have to worry about money. True. I mean, it's kind of go on the lawful evil mm-hmm. side, but that's besides the point. So yeah, I'd say more. Hmm. Oh boy, I don't know. I think I'd want to be... Jeez, I feel like I don't watch enough movies or like read enough comic books to Same answer here. this correctly. Same here. I guess? Just ask for a power and see what they come up with. These nerds come up with. Um, I, I got a platinum in I got a platinum in graphic novels. I do love them. <laughs> come on, come on. Um, I don't know. Is there one that like can is like do tr- yo-yo tel- tricks? Tel- yes, yo-yo tricks. No teleportation. Ooh, oh, yeah. Nightcrawler or Mystique, right? Mystique, no. Oh no, no Nightcrawler. 
can teleport. Yeah, oh, that's the right. Nightcrawler and catch a lot of fish. A female Nightcrawler would be pretty <laughs> hot. That, oh, okay. I like that you? answer. I'm looking you? for invisibility. Invisibility. Yeah. So you could be um, like invisible, like an invisible man type thing. Yeah. Or just uh, the ability to turn invisible. I'm pretty sure when Superman can do just about anything. He cannot turn invisible, though, but not to my knowledge. I guess he's not so super. All right. He's just kind of mediocre man. <laughs> what about Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange is pretty cool. Uh, I, don't, I don't... Maybe. By going to another dimension. No one's going to pick Aquaman. Let's just be honest here. Hey. I don't know. Aquaman looks damn good in the movie coming up. Jason Momoa? Mm. Oh, is that who's playing him? Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> So, well, There's one sexy fish right there. You're telling me you can flop his gills all over mm, my like well, to scale him. The first <laughs> two I come up with on uh, Google is Invisible Woman or the Martian Manhunter. I'll be the Invisible Man then. Okay, cool. Well, that'd be that'd be so cool. That'd be tits. <sighs> yeah, I um. <laughs> I have to say Gambit. Ever since yeah. I was a little boy, I always wanted to be Gambit. Plus, you got the Louisiana accent, Trim. and he can turn anything into an explosive, which he normally would use a deck of cards and just be like, Fang! That's a good answer, one of me. Yeah. You okay? You just, you've got Bell's palsy? <laughs> you know what? Or Josh. You know what, Josh? A for effort, always. Yes, uh-huh. definitely. F for execution. You know what? I'll take an A. It's okay. Anyways, there's a. Do you guys know the song "Pardon Me" by Incubus? Yes. Pardon me <laughs> while I burst into flames. <laughs> that that song is about spontaneous combustion. Oh. Obviously, well, all right. What was me? <laughs> uh, in Twisted Metal Three, mm, fun game. A uh, character named Damien Cole is this, is described as having mastered the fine art of spontaneous combustion, leading others to believe he has lighter fluid coursing through his veins. That bad can't ass. be good. That's pretty pretty rad. Um, in South Park, there is an episode. It's actually called Spontaneous Combustion, in which many people in the town uh, burst into flames and are. <laughs> Favorite favorite dad, Stan Marsh. Excuse me? Uh, finds out that it's all because of intestinal gas. Oh. So, yeah. And my easily, my favorite uh, spontaneous combustion in pop culture is in Spinal Tap. Have you guys ever seen Spinal yeah, Tap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drummers... That's how they all oh, die. Right. <laughs> they can be randomly playing on stage and they just spontaneously combust. I believe <laughs> they they get up to el- 11 drummers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course. yeah, that's that's easily my favorite because that movie's rad. Go watch it if you haven't. Turn it to 11. There's a Suicide Squad member, too, actually, who can burst into flame. Diablo. Um just Rodriguez. Also, there's a great game called Explosion Man and Explosion Woman, I guess, I think is the sequel. And that's another game where you get to just be a dude who explodes. And it's super fun. If you ever get a chance to play it, I highly recommend it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 
We have reached time for a verdict. In one corner, there's a man a little hot under the collar. In the other corner, four podcasters searching for the truth. Today... Can I be the bailiff? Sure. (laughs) Today, we're going to determine, is human combustion real? And we're going to start with Joshua. I'm going to say yes. I've always... I've always believed that it is something, why not, that it could happen with our bodies that's unexplained. We, Do you think about everything that goes into the makeup of our bodies? So who's to say that one area of your body doesn't get hot enough for no apparent reason? I got a part of my body gets real hot. <laughs> that's, that's what April told me last night about you. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Plot so, twist. Pull the what? Thunderbird over. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> the twist. Uh, so yeah, I, I've actually I've always believed that spontaneous combustion is a real thing. I mean, it's it's so rare, but it's not like it's going to happen to everybody. So yeah, Incubus would not write a false no, song. No, 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 no. no, no, no They're no. prophets of the modern era. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They stood the test of time. They don't drink and drive. I'll have you know. Thank you. That's good. Excellent. No one should. No. 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 I mean, we do, but we no one should. <laughs> All right. And next, next up to the mic, our podcaster, April, weighing in. I think my verdict on this one, based on the information given. Oh, boy. Uh, is a no. I don't mm-hmm. think it's possible. I think that probably a lot of it is accidents with cigarettes, um, especially when you were describing like the wick. Yeah. theory um but to just like burst into flames i don't i mean i feel like there would be more science that would be proven especially by now if it's been you know studied since the 1800s yeah i mean you know? i think if if people were really that flammable we'd have a freaking we'd have an armageddon we'd come on with hands. a warning label if yeah people are like little mini gas tanks i mean that you'd be hearing people blowing up no. left and right right <laughs> hey mike them. how's it going <laughs> Here. No, Mike, no. no! I told you not to drink that sour milk. <laughs> I, I do want to give some, one small counter argument to that, if that's okay. Sure. Yeah, sure. Josh is going to be in on every opinion. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've been trying to be better about it. <laughs> With this one, though, how do we know, though? Because it's not like they have someone hooked up to a machine and they're doing like a full body check of them when they, it happens. They're seeing it after the fact. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I mean? So, And I'm not saying that you're wrong. Right. Or I'm just saying that... There is no way of knowing unless someone is hooked up and they can see where this one thing is causing it. Right. Yeah, like a like if you're not feeling good in the stomach area, maybe they can give you a scat scan. Make sure you're not gonna shit yourself. <laughs> I got it, Larry. Okay, I got thank it. You, thank you. I'm the scat man. Give deep down Stepping up to the mic, weighing in. In this corner. Your honor. Yes. I present to you the fact that we don't have full knowledge of... We know a lot about the human body. Like, there's this tiny little part of me that thinks it could be real. We're still giving patients heroin to this day. Yeah. And we have an epidemic. Gosh, but the, the science mind to me says, God, they haven't proven it yet. It's 2017. We can mm. microchip our pets and... 
make fake and big dick pills ma- we can are real. Make- oh, they are. They can make a. Uh- Sorry, did that just? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can make fake bacon out of seaweed. Like, you think True. we would know whether or not we could just spontaneously just catch make- on fire? We can technically make vegan burgers that are bloody that taste look, like real burgers. Hey, yep. vegans! If you hate meat so much, stop making your fake meat look like meat. <laughs> Chicken wings. No. Because there's a little part of you still wants to eat a fucking barbecue chicken wing. The best sex they ever had is when they dig in on that McDonald's on the way home and don't <laughs> tell anybody. <laughs> oh, God, that must be like... Mm, oh, yeah, it's so euphoric. dirty. Oh, my sure. goodness. Cool. Well, is that it? Or do you have... Yeah, that? yeah. I, 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 like, there's this little part of me that wants to think it's real, but I just don't think it is. So is it, it's like a hesitant no? It's a hesitant no. I think April was a bit on the fence too, Josh. Yeah. I think it leads with yours. I'm going to say this. I think there's a lot of science out there. I think there's a lot of un- unexplained things, but here's where I kind of drift closer to Josh's side. Mm. The mind, if it thinks it's dying, if the if it, th- it can convince itself of anything. Now... Granted, a lot of them were drinkers. A lot of them were smokers. So we need to watch out. Um, But one thing is for sure. When you see the images, which we will post, it does look like somebody literally was on fire. That's yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's the the burn area is so contained. Contained. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially and, the straw bed part, that's strange. That is, well, maybe and, it was that new fancy straw. Well, <laughs> unflammable straw. <laughs> I, could, I just see like a medieval guy selling straw beds suddenly. So are you sick of your bed starting on fire? <laughs> Don't feed that to Mr. Ed. Exactly. Whoa. So, I'm going to I'm going to err on the side of yeah. I could see this being a real phenomenon and actually maybe being something that we haven't quite figured out medically. Um, just because it's those pictures are kind of unexplainable. I mean, I really can't think of what else it could be. And you know what? We're going to go out on a 50-50. So uh, that's cool because it doesn't happen very often. And that's been your verdict. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you made it this far, which means that it's time for us to get... Let's get quizzical, quizzical. I want to get quizzical. Let's get into quizzical. Underrated voice for singing, if you ask me. I don't, know who, that, I don't know who that blonde bombshell was uh-huh. that you got to sing that song, but that, that's my wife. Oh, that's right. Don't go on a marching band trip with her, though. No. Yeah, true fact. That shit is for real. <laughs> Cracked her barrel. You know it. Well, we're talking about people catching on fire. <gasps> so let's talk about... Let's do something a little different. Okay. I'm going to give you a clue, and you have, to, you have to guess the person I am talking about. Okay, cool. Wait, wait. Say that again. Sorry. I'm going to give you a clue, oh. and you have to guess... Who I am talking about. Okay. 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 Like, we'll start with question number one. Okay. My real name is Stevelyn Morris Hardaway, and I am well known for songs like Sir Duke and Super- Superstition. Who am I? April. April. Stevie Wonder? That is correct. I was going to say, I'm like, 
Very superstitious. Yeah, I love that song. I had Steve. I was like, what? No, love the keyboard. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I was an American inventor and businessman who's best known for inventing the electric light bulb. Ryan. Ryan. Thomas Edison? That is correct. One to one. I'm smart. I'm smart. (laughs) I was a British politician and the longest serving British prime minister of the 20th century. Ryan. Ryan. Tony Blair. That's the only one I should probably listen to the whole. I am also the only woman ever to have held the job. Uh, Who am I? April. April. Margaret Thatcher. That is correct. Two to one. Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. (laughs) (laughs) The Iron Lady. Should I up the uh, difficulty here? No, I like this. Okay, okay. You're at our (laughs) kindergarten level. I was a well-known British suspense and psychological thriller director with more than 50 feature films to my name. I appeared briefly in almost all of the films I directed. Who am I? You'd think I'd get this because I'm such That's a movie buff. Right. Oh. British <laughs> filmmaker. Uh, Suspense and psychological thriller director. 50 films. And he appeared briefly in almost all of them. I'm going to. No, he's not British, though. At least I don't think. 50 films? I. Josh. Josh. I have this wrong. Stephen King. Even I know he's American. That is incorrect. He's also an author, not a director. I I know. Do you want a clue? I just... Sure. Can you You name one of his movies? You would see his silhouette. Uh, Ryan. Alfred Hitchcock. That is correct. Two to two. Uh, That's who I was going to guess, but I'm like, is he... That's who I was like, is he English? I didn't think he was English. Last question... I'm going to choose this because this is a subject I am interested in. This one's worth three points. I'm a retired American professional boxer who was convicted of raping Desiree Washington, for which I said... Ryan. Ryan. Mike Tyson. It's because I've been trying to get in bed with that man. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, did you have fun this week on this episode? We learned a little bit. Meh. We 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 sacrificed some information about ourselves. We did. We um yeah. We went to the bowels. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gargling the bowels. something there? We really did. Uh, I have to agree with Larry on that. Um, uh, hello there, I'm back. I am. After oh, how you doing, Mister Puck? What G? Melon the head. Melon head. Oh shit! Mike the melon head. I guess I need a quiz too. <laughs> oh, Puck Wudgies. See episode 10. I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark. Sure, why not? You'll find it somewhere, somewhere in that area. But if you like our show, wow. and you like listening to all those episodes, My you're kingdom. sure to like <gasps> where Josh is from. <laughs> Check him out there at Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, yeah that's Stiff Joystick Podcast. Wow. Get with it, dear. <laughs> and I, if you guys, if you all want to get with it, get with it. With the Potty Slam podcast. Yeah. On Facebook and Twitter and Potomatic. Come check I, us out if you like wrestling history. And please feel free to drop us a line, rate and review. We haven't gotten one of those in a while. So if you're going to check out one, I would suggest the Andre the Giant drinking one. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good one. That is uh, a good one. The, yeah. 
That's yeah, a, that was a good one. Number seven, I think. Wow, look at you're Jeez. like an encyclopedia of beer city. Well, media. we we number all of them, we so do. I always if I if I go back to listen to one from the past, I always remember the number. So awesome. I'm that well, nerd who likes to listen to his voice. Oh, I must be a serial killer. <laughs> I do like frosting. Not out of the realm of possibility. Ugh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Larry's on the effect. Did you? you may continue. I believe you just committed an error. Oh, that's true. I did. I did. Um, Fielding gonna, error right there. I will bench myself. Which you can find out about on the EFIS podcast, EFISpodcast.net. A very family-friendly show. Mm-hmm. This is not. So if you want to oh. be up and at it, if you want to just send us a voice message somehow through our gmail conspiracy therapy show of your <laughs> record own record a message and then send it via email of your burps because you're so tired of our soundboard <laughs> oh lord that's all soundboard i promise <laughs> theater of the mind just pretend like you're listening to like your best girlfriend burp in your ear <laughs> i don't know that's all i could think of my burp flapper is broken Perfect. <laughs> it's true. Well, well anyway, uh, you can hit us up on Facebook, Podomatic, uh, Twitter at Conspiracy T Show. Like, rate, and review. Please share the show with a friend. Yeah. Take a friend. Sure. Grab some friend and be like, hey, I know you. You're the one that believes in flat earth. Well, guess what? Yeah, they- looking at you, Kyrie Irving. Exactly. Looking at you, basketball player I don't know. Is it a basketball player? Yes, he is. <laughs> I am learning. You are. All right. Well, that's that's about it, ladies and gentlemen. Josh, what are you choking on? (coughs) Probably a beard hair. Did you just fart? In my mouth. Oh, Oh, you farted in your own mouth? That's talent. That's pretty cool. You learn something every week on this show. (laughs) Flexibility. Oh, my God. (laughs) Straight from the source. Was that real? Well, it doesn't get any more real than that, ladies and gentlemen. Larry shit himself for the show. We'll see you next week on another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. Have a great one. Spontaneous human combustion. There goes another one. A raging fire, a funeral pyre. Crowded mall when they burst right into flame. Flame! Charcoal briquettes in 30 seconds. Their last words, each other's name. Did they have a deep seated problem? Was it their farewell? Did they cause themselves to ignite, leaving that awful smell? Spontaneous human combustion. There goes another one. Raging fire, a funeral pyre, an unexpected cremation. This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.